Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannon and Brooke, wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. Yep. And we will be curious to see how this goes. <laughs> we are now sitting in our recording studio, big word, with four dogs. Yes, yes. And by recording studio, she means small office. <laughs> but I do like, the sound is better. Yes. I think the sound quality is better. And all of the dogs are currently sleeping. We do have four dogs in here sleeping. asleep. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody comes to the door, we're in trouble. Oh, we're so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get started today, I will do our disclaimer. This is not a therapy session, and I am not your therapist. And if anything we ever talk about brings up issues or triggers anything, we strongly recommend that you seek counseling and get help. And we will share a good resource. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, if anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash UP therapist. That's better H E L P dot com slash UP therapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. All right. So what you got for us today, mother? Money. I like that money. Yeah. Money's all about nice. money. Yep. <laughs> We just need more of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that yep. was a good podcast, yeah, you guys. That's it. That's all we have to Send say. Send us money and right. we'll catch you next time. Right. That's all we've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. So we got an email and actually when I read it, I thought, oh, this is so common, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, no dis- disrespect for the emailer, but this is something that we uh, see a lot of. Don't flatter yourself. Everyone goes through it. (laughs) Yeah. So I will just read it. It says, hi, ladies. I've been married to my wife, Karen. So he listens Mm -hmm. for nine years. We have two kids, a boy and a girl in grade school. My wife and I work full time. My mom watches the kids after school until we get home from work. We make okay money but we never have any extra to do anything. I have no idea where it goes. We fight constantly about money. I blame her for spending too much on things we don't need. She is always buying things on Amazon. (laughs) They aren't big things, but there are always packages coming to the door. She blames me for not, she blames me for going golfing with my friends and buying my lunch every day at work. 
we both justify our spending and we do blame each other. We have been late on bills before because there wasn't any money in the account to pay them. Not a lot, but it does happen. My mom has had to borrow us money in the past. I hate to ask her, but she is good about it. We have tried to work out a budget, but it never works and we end up fighting. I know that at times we aren't honest about what we spend. Now it's just one big fight all the time about money. How do we stop this cycle? Thanks. Wow. I know. So, you know, it's like I said, it happens. It's not an uncommon problem. Yeah. You know, so basically what they say Mm -hmm. is that most couples fight about three things. Okay. Yep. Time. Sex and money. (laughs) That is just across the board what causes the most problems. Back when I used to do couple counseling, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And generally money was probably one of the top things. Makes sense. Yeah. It really does. It is seriously probably one of the most stressful things about being a grown up. Right. Yep. I figuring it out. Very few people in my world that money isn't a stress. Right. You know, oh, I think at any age. Yeah. I don't know. It just is. It's a big deal. So they say that honestly, about a third of adults with partners report that money is a big source of conflict. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, it's one of the leading causes of divorce. Not the only one, but it's up there. Yeah. It is right at the top. Yeah. yeah. Well, it totally makes sense. It does. Yeah. Wow. And I think fights about money. Mhm. I just think they tend to be more heated and drawn out. Yeah, it's and, more of a passionate. Yeah, and then they never get resolved. Well, no, cuz they just fight about it. Like he said we fight constantly. Mhm. Yeah. And I think that's what happens. Mhm. Yeah. 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 So what what are the causes for fighting? What would what causes financial fights? Lack of money. Lack of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, I, I would assume of someone assuming that there was X amount of money in the account to use, and then they get in there and there's not. Right. And it's, it's a, what the hell? Where did this go? Yeah. What did you buy? Right. Yeah. You know. How come we don't have any? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, boy, just lack of communication. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people don't talk about money. I don't know why, but money, talking about money, especially before people get in a relationship is kind of like taboo. Yeah. You know, you don't want to drill your soon-to-be partner too much about (laughs) money because you're in that honeymoon period. Yeah. So actually off, not off topic, but just offhanded here. Okay. So I don't know if I ever told you this or not. But my husband, my now husband, right, second husband, actually did that with me. Oh, he did? Yes. He drilled you on money? Kind of, but more of a, okay, how much money do you make? Yeah. What is your, you know, career path? Because we had met in our master's programs together. Oh, that's right. You're still in school. Yes. Yep. And it was funny because he was like, I can barely take care of myself. 
I cannot be your sugar daddy. I don't <laughs> have that money. And I will not date you if you don't have a good job and a steady source of income. And, and can you, support yourself. Yeah, it could take care of yourself because I cannot take care of you. And it was a very like blunt. blunt. And I remember <laughs> laughing so hard. He goes, I, he was single for a long time. He goes, I dated way too many people that were like, Oh, that's, a, they're okay. Like we could maybe go somewhere. And they were like either not working or like at a <laughs> dead end job, even right. in their, you know, right. It well aged to be a grown up at that point. Right. And still working so, at McDonald's. Yeah. 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 And uh-huh. not that that's bad. No, but, but it, yeah, it, it's not a career path if you're not a management. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really funny. That is actually really funny. <laughs> so did you drill him back? Well, I already knew. Oh, okay. Uh, where we were. I was just wondering if this financial interview had gone both ways. Well, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Kind of. But I also, when you work in the government, um, when someone's like, oh, I'm a rank of this, this, or this government, you basically know what they What make. their pay scale is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And so I didn't necessarily have to, but I worked as a contractor, so he wasn't able to know my pay rank. Yeah. Or my paid range. I'm sorry. Okay. So fighting about money, what are other causes? Um, well, I mean, I think there's sometimes deeper root causes than actual money. Yeah, I do too. I think there's, there's quite often something else is going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And money is just the cop out for right. it. It's like you peel back the layers and yeah. you've got some deeper seated issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of it with the deeper seated issues um, that I would assume a lot of is uh, people with control issues. I do too. I think a need for control is huge. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that attitude too about, um, you know, I make the money, I'll control it. So I think. Some, you know, personality disorders can play into that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, not to just always, like, dog on narcissistic people, but I have... Why not? <laughs> this is true. Okay, if you're narcissistic, whatever. They Own it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's bad, too. Narcissistic people do like to have control, and that plays over often into budgets. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so on that... What I see a lot of, because, you know, growing up in this area, we see a lot of stay-at-home moms. Yes. Okay. And so the husband tends to be the bread earner, the one that brings home the money. Okay. Yeah. More often than not, we have stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. not stay-at-home dads. Yeah, right. Yeah. And because of that, it's almost like he's entitled to spend what he wants, but if she wants to spend anything, she doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. And I have seen that play out more in couple counseling. It's like, you know, no, have you ever been a stay at home mom and know how hard of a job that is? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. She works just as hard as you do. If not more. Uh, yeah, exactly. I yeah. have, my days are harder and longer when I have kids, especially when they were littler. Oh, I know. Yeah. Than being yeah. at work. Right. So, you know, she's entitled to have a say in the money mm-hmm. or spend some, you know? Yeah. yeah. We also have another thing that plays in is our family histories, how we watched our parents spend money. Yes. That can be a big cause, you that know? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And growing up in a home where there was a lot of fighting about money, 
mm-hmm. you know, then we can take on some belief systems about money that aren't very healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that too, um, like the just conflicts in spending and saving habits. Oh, I know. And That's I think that one. also stems with how you're raised mm-hmm. if you are a spender or a saver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, those two don't match. No. No, that's that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Because somebody is like, say you're kind of trying to save to buy a house, mm-hmm. and the other one's out buying clothes all week. You know, every yeah. week they've got something new, and it's like, wait a minute, you know, because you don't have the same goals. Yeah. Spenders and savers don't have the same goals. And I think it'd be easier, easy for the um, saver to then really feel betrayed. Oh, yeah. And attacked personally. Mm-hmm. And then the spender is like, well, whoa, it's not about you. We had the money, so I spent it. Right. You know, yeah. like, just yeah. they don't and get it. And it's just one new shirt. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's just 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, another big one we ought to talk about, this is a huge subject. This is like its own podcast, mm-hmm. is financial infidelity. That sounds sexy. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's not. Oh. <laughs> no. Speaking of a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so, what is uh, financial infidelity? Well, be? you just educated me that it wasn't sexy. No, it's not. No. No. So, I, t- I would bet it's when people cheat on their spouses with a bed full of money. Yes. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Did I nail it? Mm-hmm. You did. Wow. Money cheating. I will never have enough money to cheat on my husband with it. Okay. So yeah, it's not going to be a source Yeah, of we'll a let problem. him know he is safe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to cheat. There will never be a bed full of cash that he's going to walk in on us to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. No. But it does cause so much trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's just when couples lie to each other about their money yeah okay and they're sneaky Mm -hmm. like they hide debt or hide expenditures you know they make big purchases and don't tell people yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah or one another one is um secret accounts oh yes yes Mm -hmm. where you have a different account or you have like it's so easy to get credit cards mm-hmm. and you have a whole bunch of debt with credit cards and the other person doesn't know about it. Yeah. And now with the, you know, back in my generation before dirt. Yes. You know, all the bills came by mail. Yeah. So it was harder to hide stuff. Yeah. But nowadays you can hide anything because you get all your um, bills on on your personal email exactly you get them on your email you pay them online and the other person doesn't even know they exist yep yep and boy i have had some really hellacious stories about that one yeah 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 with just honestly just sneaking you know Mm -hmm. or i've had couples where they go out and make huge purchases and then tell them after the fact okay yeah Mm-hmm. Like one couple, I remember he went out and bought a boat. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. How, so with people, so I don't have my finances combined with my husband. We have our own separate accounts. We both make our own money and we have our own separate oh, accounts. He made that clear when you got married. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He couldn't take care of it. He had to have your own money. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. We've covered that. Yeah. We mm-hmm. just covered yeah. it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was yeah. just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, how does 
how do people assume that's going to work if they have combined finances? Yeah. Is it just a blatant they don't care? Well, they... I, I honestly think it's secretive. So you might have combined finances. Mm-hmm. Like say you have a joint checking account, savings account, but then the other person has stuff over on the side. And now you can have let um, deposits. Mm-hmm put into other accounts. Okay. I, I do that. Yes. Yeah. So you can have a variety of accounts and nobody knows. So you're still putting so much into a joint one, you know, mm-hmm. or else they do do these big expenditures and then just come home and, um, guess what? I just bought a boat. Yeah. You know? And so what are you going to do about it? Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or then it will could then go back to the, well, I make more money than you or uh-huh. I'm the one with the income. Right. So I bought me a boat. Right. And it's for the family. Yeah. We'll all enjoy it. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, but we needed a new dishwasher. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would have been okay if we had like, I don't have to stand to do dishes. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. But it's just back to the, it's dishonest. Right. You know, so about the only way you can get through this is to come clean. Yeah. You really honestly put it all out on the table, come clean. What's, what have you got going on? Mm-hmm. You know, I've known people who have racked up credit card debt to the point where they've actually had to take out second mortgages on their house to get the credit card debt under control. Yeah. And it was all secretive. Wow. Mm-hmm. Until it catches up to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or you can have, um, I just thought of this, you can have mental health issues that contribute to secretiveness. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You don't remember this. This is a story. (laughs) So years ago, we lived in a small town and I had a neighbor who was bipolar. Okay. And she was very open about it. As soon as I moved in, she found out I was a therapist. She came right over to tell me her diagnosis. Okay. Mm -hmm. She refused to get treatment for her bipolar because back then about the only medication they used was lithium. And it was a very difficult medication to take. It was horrible. Hmm. And so, and plus she didn't want to give up her manix. She liked the energy and the manix. So she dealt with the depression side to have the manix, right? Interesting. One time her husband was out of town on a business trip and she was in a manic cycle and she literally went into the city and spent, and this is back in the day where this was a huge amount of money. She spent something like $27,000 in one weekend buying things to remodel their house. She had gone and did it all on credit. 90 days, same as cash credit at these big home stores. And she had new carpet, she had new furniture, she had new appliances, and he came home and she had already spent all of this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because she was in a manic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That caused a little conflict. I bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bet that one didn't go over well. No, that one didn't go over so good. So mental health issues can play a part in... um, overspending and being secretive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I was reading too, cause I've talked a lot about ADHD. Uh huh. Um, because not only do I have two boys in my house with ADHD, but I also have ADHD. 
And but reading up on adult ADHD back when I was trying to figure out if that was what was impacting me Mm -hmm. and my concentration and stuff. um, One of the biggest things to look for in adults trying to figure out their ADHD is impulsive spending. Really? Yeah. It makes sense. Because they can't, you can't stop and process quick right. enough that that's not a great idea to right. buy that. And I bet you that's deadly anymore with being able to just buy stuff online. Oh, yeah. You know, on Amazon. Like he mentioned Amazon in that mm-hmm. email. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. And it's not big stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like nickel and dime your way into debt. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's a big one. The infidelity part is a big one. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because yeah, it a lot of people I think would want to be like, well, it's just money. I'm not cheating. It's not, you know, but yeah. it's, it is a pretty big betrayal. It is. Yeah. Especially when you have a life together. And I like the fact that they actually say infidelity because it is cheating. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. It may not be in bed with the cash bee, but... Oh, with a big old mm-hmm. pile of cash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, with all this fine information about... The trouble. Money trouble. Trouble and money and issues <laughs> and sadness and despair. Um, <laughs> what what can be done? Like, what's... Of course, therapy. Therapy, of course. Of course. But actually, that's not a bad idea. But maybe with a financial planner or a financial therapist. Okay. Okay. So I have actually worked on couples that were really willing to come in and do the budgets and stuff. I've worked with them and we've gotten, but I'm not a financial planner. When it's Mm -hmm. deep stuff and we're dealing with tax stuff and we're dealing with incredible debt, they need to go to a professional and sit down, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's back to that kind of come clean biggest thing for me is just the communication and honesty. Yeah. You know, and honesty needs to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I like your story with you and your husband about like from the <laughs> beginning, where are we at? You yeah. know, how much money do you make? Yeah. You know, and also look at, you know, not just what we've learned from our parents, but a lot of issues come up from families having more money than the other family. For instance, you come from a family that has a lot of money. You marry into a family that the grandparents don't have much money. Mm -hmm. And that becomes a conflict about one set of grandparents always going to be able to buy them stuff and take them on trips. And the other poor grandparents can't compete. Mm -hmm. And that needs to kind of be discussed. You're talking about if they had kids yeah. coming in. Yeah, okay. coming in and what are we what are we doing? Or even helping out with the debt. Yeah. You know, I can spend more because I come from a family with money and my parents are just gonna give us money. Mm-hmm. You know? So family history can be a part back of the you know, being honest in the beginning. Yeah. You know? What are you bringing to the table? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just simple budgeting. There's apps you can get. Yeah. To help create a financial plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I think just the honesty and communication. So back to this poor guy on the email. How to break the cycle. Yeah. What well, was his question? Yep. Just how, yeah, how do we get uh-huh. out of... 
doing well, this. Well, the fact that he said they've tried to budget in the past and they just fight about it. Mm-hmm. I think they're at a point where they actually need to go to a financial advisor. Yeah. Just go to a financial counselor, lay it all down, and just instead of trying to do it themselves, because obviously it's not working Mm -hmm. trying to do it by yourselves. Yeah. Especially where they blame each other. He mentioned that they're not being honest about their spending. Yeah. So... You know, my guess is they're not being honest to avoid fighting, but then they fight about not being honest. Right. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I think in that situation is having an outside perspective. Yeah. That is only, you know, someone who's literally their job is just to get your finances figured out. Right. And a plan. Mm -hmm. They don't care about your guys' relationship or at home, you know, your home life or whatever. They're just there for the matter of fact reason. Right. To help you with your mm-hmm. finances. And, and that keeps good. all the personality stuff out of it. Right. All the blame stuff out of it. Well, she spent this. And the financial counselor doesn't care. It's mm-hmm. kind of black and white. Yeah. It is like, what do we need to do to get a plan? And I think another big thing along with that too is setting goals. Mm-hmm. Because if you guys are both working on the same goal, we tend to be better about it. Yeah. Okay. So it's like we're saving this money or we're doing this to get this debt paid off or to be able to go on this vacation or to be able to buy this, Mm -hmm. you know, then we're kind of like united. Yeah. In our money spending. Yeah. You know, makes sense. Yeah. But money's a big one. Yeah, it is. Uh huh. It causes lots of problems. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, I, I, I know for a fact that you have some pretty juicy stories from your many, 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 many moons of being a therapist in regards to finances. Right. I I actually do. (laughs) Like I said, it's a big source of tension. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, time frame wise, I'm kind of thinking we ought to have that as a Patreon. Oh, certainly. Put that on the tail end of this episode for all our uh, Patreons. They can listen to the deeper, more in-depth stories. Got it. I think that's a great idea. All right. Well, for all you listeners, we want to thank you for listening and joining us and being loyal. Yes. Even even if you're not loyal, just pretend you are. (laughs) But um, it really helps us if you like this. Give us five stars on any platform that you're listening. It really does help bump us up in the algorithms of technology. All the things I don't understand. I don't even think I said algorithm right. I don't know. I'm just over here listening. Yeah, we I don't we nothing. don't include no. you in any mm-hmm. of this. No, I just come up with the stories. <laughs> but um we will catch y'all next time and thank you guys for listening. Okay. So uh what stories do you have in regards to uh, financial bliss? Bliss. bliss. Financial Issue, bliss. Burden. All of those fun, fun, uh, jazzy words. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>